Greetings and salutations, loyal viewers of this channel. Today we're going to have a conversation, a discussion, Philip DeFranco style, because you guys know for sure I'm absolutely a huge fan of Philip DeFranco, about Vice's latest segment about how the right wing is so misogynist, so sexist, hates women so hard that for some reason, faces of the right wing tend to be women, and it's some kind of strategy or whatever, don't worry about the particulars, here's an old photo of Lauren Southern from back in the day, because this segment is from Vice's Decade of Hate, and they're not even talking about a lot of creators that are super relevant at this moment. Now look, we're going to talk about this, we're going to do a deep dive, we're going to get into every single aspect of this segment, you are going to be so familiar with it, so covered in it, that you'll need to take a shower after this video, but before we get into that, we are sponsored, so let me toss it to the sponsor, I'm going to fling it like that to the sponsor, then we'll bring it back over here and we'll talk about it on the other side you know it's 2023 and not a lot has changed has it i mean each and every item for the most part is more expensive than it was at the beginning of the year but that trajectory at least remains the same well what if i told you you don't have to be victimized by inflation what if i told you that there was a way for you to hedge your bets and secure your retirement against this inflationary period well luckily for you i actually do have a solution because bank of america is forecasting that gold is going to hit $2,000 an ounce consistently, and silver is going to hit $25 an ounce. So one of the things that you might want to do is move some of your retirement into precious metals in order to secure it, and based on their forecast, it sounds like it's a good idea. So what I want you to do is go over to noblegoldinvestments.com or call them at 877-646-5347, talk to a specialist, weigh your options, and for this month, if you actually start or move over a qualifying amount in your IRA, you will be gifted an American Virtue 3 ounce silver coin. All of this could be yours. Just call them 877-646-5347 or visit them at noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, I first found out about this video in the way that a lot of you found out about this video in that it was tweeted out by one Lauren Southern who had an issue with the fact that Vice used a really old photo of her in order to form their thumbnail because they're clickbaiting with old school Lauren Southern, even though she's still on the internet, she still has new photos, new videos. You can take one of those photos if you need to clickbait her, and it seemed like a rather odd choice for Vice to do. And to be clear, and I just want to get this out there in the public so you guys know my biases, I actually quite like Lauren Southern. I met her in person, and she was very surprisingly, and I would never tell her this in person, quite charming and quite enjoyable to be around. I thought she was going to be absolutely terrible. I thought she was going to be absolutely horrible. I'm still a bit surprised that I like her this much, but you know, people surprise you. They shock you. Maybe she fooled me. I don't understand it. But yeah, the amount of people that won't get the humor in the way that I phrase that will be astronomical. But yeah, if you're not sure about how solid I feel about her, look at how I reacted to Lauren Southern opening up about something that a man did to her in Australia that was quite troubling. Yo, that I, I had some guy um, grab my butt in a supermarket in Australia like two days after he was released on bail. <laughs> It turned out, I, I was like, you know what? It's on CCTV camera. I'm going to take it to the police. I'm just so irritated with this. And when the police came over, they didn't even have to like ask me for a description because they knew exactly who it was. And he had done this to like five other women the same day in the same mall. He literally got out of jail for sexual assault and immediately went on a groping spree in the mall. Wow. Just... What, was, what was worse, the groping or the fact that you weren't even special to him? <laughs> I was going to ask that. That's the worst part. <laughs> I thought we had something 
natural. <laughs> Actually, you know, you, know, you know what was... As you can see, my level of compassion for this person knows no bounds. And obviously, this video is already completely off the rails. Let's roll into the Vice clip. The far right has been a male-dominated and often openly misogynistic space. Feminism is cancer. Thank you very much. But in recent years, at least on the surface, something has changed. At its core, feminism is ideological poison. Across the world, women have emerged as key figures in far-right movements, playing a central role in softening the image and broadening the appeal of extremist politics. So first of all, I don't do this very often. I don't talk about this thing, but I found this quite off-putting because the way this guy is sitting is making me incredibly uncomfortable, and the fact that he has his hands like this and his hands are quite small also bothers me. I don't know why this particular setup is weirding me out so much. Maybe it's this faux authenticity where it's like, oh, look, from this angle, you can see the lights are in the frame. So even though this is clearly a professionally produced segment, it looks like it's kind of on the ground and ground level and and not that professionally produced. Look, look, look how cool and hip and modern we are with this weird guy that's sitting in a chair that maybe should be sitting near a desk or maybe you should shoot him from a different angle so his hands aren't constantly doing this in the frame it really bothers me it very much upsets me it makes me uncomfortable and we haven't even gotten into the substance of the video so that i can explain why i'm so bothered by it a new generation of female social media personalities are emerging as figureheads of far-right movements if you get permanently banned on twitter like i was do not start a new twitter account you'll just build up your platform again and get kicked off again just move to gab in mind so i understand that this is a part of vice's 10 years of hate series which is ridiculous and absurd and likely we're gonna have to go into some of the other episodes so that we can make fun of it but the way that this is presented is like it's a new thing and you could see the blending of older creators people have been around for a little while not talking about their age specifically with the modern politicians in order to combine this to make a narrative and it's just a strange situation again you don't have to flip lauren southern's catalog to the reverse in order to find clips of her i believe she uploaded a video like two days ago you can go get the clips from those videos i don't understand why you need this but apparently it's just so that you can clickbait also blonde in the belly of the beast she has been around for a while i've talked to her a couple of times on this channel it seems like she does less stuff now than she did before because she has a family and all that but she has been doing a show with matt christensen who by the way and i know i'm not the first one to notice this by looking at his thumbnails clearly wears a shirt when he's shooting his videos made of green screen and then just chroma keys different patterns of plaid because look at every one of his expressions in his thumbnail they're exactly the same there is no way that you could take 10,000 photos that identical i don't believe you matt show us your green screen shirt a new generation of female social media personalities are emerging as figureheads of far-right movements if you get permanently banned on twitter like i was do not start a new twitter account you'll just build up your platform again and get kicked off again just move to gavin mines in italy the far-right politician Giorgia Maloney has just made history. Tonight, Italy is preparing for its first ever female prime minister. In France, Marine Le Pen, head of the far-right national rally, has established herself as the leading rival to President Emmanuel Macron. Le Pen is known for her far-right stances like restricting immigration and banning Muslim women from wearing headscarves in public. Have women actually become a secret weapon for the far-right? 
So again, the way that this segment is made is so weird, so odd, and I don't quite understand the choices that are being made. We see Lauren Southern making faces in front of the camera. They look like cute faces. Congratulations, Lauren. When you were a baby, Lauren, you were quite cute with your goofy duck faces. Whatever video this is from, I have no idea because they didn't actually have you saying anything. Then we go to Blonde in the Belly of the Beast. Then we go to Italy's new prime minister. Then Maria Le Pen then Marjorie Taylor Greene, and then this guy says, hey, I think women might actually be a secret weapon for the right wing. All of these public people who have been public for a long time might actually be a secret weapon for the right wing. What the hell am I saying? Let me just sit like this so you could see my hands throughout the course of the segment and make Sean really, really uncomfortable. Women on the far right have emerged as major social media presences, becoming leading influencers of the radical right. Okay, so women on the far right are growing like crazy. They're becoming major leading influencers, and they're the secret weapon of the far right, according to Tim Hume over at Vice, sitting in a large room, trying to feign authenticity for this series. I blame feminism for the reaction to what's going on and for the perpetuation of what's going on and why this migration, this mass migration into Europe has gotten so bad. So I don't have a lot of context for some of these creators. I don't know where they're from. I don't know how large they are other than the ones that I actually know. But it looks like that Vice basically just went for if you are blonde or if you were blonde at some point in the past, Lauren, I'm talking to you and you're somewhat on the right wing, we're going to throw a net out there, include you all in the same box, and consider that to be something like a pattern because we've artificially created this pattern. There's way more conservative women than just the blondes that they feature in this, but for some reason, this is a thing that they're putting forward, and they need to go all the way back to old clips and old videos and people who don't post anymore because reasons. If this you know, traditionally attractive woman with blonde hair and, you know, a red lip. It somehow isn't, it's supposed to seem less odious when they talk about, you know, white superiority. So there you have this woman say it, that they specifically did this so that they could find mostly blonde, attractive women. Also, I find it hilarious that they're talking about these very feminine, very attractive women that are blonde, and they gave us a short-haired feminist type as the person complaining about it with a very low-quality video. Again, all the money in the world for Vice, and you have, like, a 2014 Skype connection, which I guess makes sense because most of this video feels like it's talking about stuff from 2014. But it's about putting up a certain veneer. It's also absolutely about recruitment. Yes, it's certainly true that the presence of women uh, kind of humanized and uh, also almost justifies a movement. Yeah, it makes so, it softer to hear. It's easier for people to hear a hard message when it's a, a soft, good-looking woman saying it. It's just yeah. well, here you have Jared Taylor with one of these women. For those of you who are unaware of Jared Taylor, he's this Yale-educated guy, and I believe he identifies as a white separatist, not necessarily a white nationalist. He wants the races to go their separate ways. Obviously, you know where my disagreements would be with somebody like that. And they're saying that, yeah, sometimes a softer, more attractive person delivering a message can make that message more palatable. And this is obvious. This is why attractive or at least reasonably attractive women are popular in a lot of contexts, even if their skills or whatever don't match up to their male counterparts. I remember way back when somebody told me that Ninja was like the number one Fortnite player. If this is not relevant at all, then it's totally fine. I don't know anything about GameStation or any of that. 
and he was the number one streamer on Twitch, and the number one female streamer on Twitch, I believe, was Pokimane at the time, but she was something like the 6,900 millionth best player at Fortnite or whatever, but Pokimane has built up an audience that finds her attractive, so even though she clearly does have some skills as a streamer that separate her from the other female streamers, obviously that plays a role in her success. We all understand this. This is why they use women for all kinds of advertising, and these women having these beliefs and stepping into the forefront is not a conspiracy. We quite literally see them publicly. We see their faces. We know that they're women, and we're not surprised that they're there I was never like oh my god Lauren Southern a lady I'm so confused by this showing the ways in which you know there's actually more familiarity more similarity um you know between you know what the far right believes and what mainstream conservatives believe um I think is really crucial so again we have clips of Charlottesville from 2017 just showing you that all the information all the stuff that they're talking about is kind of irrelevant at this moment in time, unless, of course, you're throwing out red meat for the left-wing base that loves pretending like the only two violent political instances in American history were January 6th. Where were you January 6th? I was in a car dealership trying to buy a car, but then the guy at the car dealership was telling me that the frame damage was no big deal. And then I looked up, I saw on the screen that our republic was getting frame damage. Democracy worldwide was being crippled. Where were you January 6th? Let me know down in the comments below. Where were you? Where, 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 where were you? And Charlottesville, which I don't have to do a where were you for. It's just called Charlottesville. They're not trying to make that into a 9-11. There's one key demographic in particular to whom female far-right influencers appear to have a special appeal. And that's other women. Bro, stop stop with the hands thing. It, it really It really is making me uncomfortable. But now this guy says that women have an appeal to women which I guess is a representation argument. So these people are in favor of representation for everything, except for in the conservative movement. This is one of the things that, by the way, if you're on the right, you've noticed a lot. The left hates nothing more than a black conservative. They hate nothing more than a gay conservative. They hate nothing more than a female conservative, trans conservative. They direct so much ire at these people that they end up getting elevated immediately when they step into the forefront because the left does not like the fact that you are representing the opposing viewpoint because to them diversity is all about having mascots for their team they don't want you to actually have a diverse opinion they sort of position themselves or they have this posture of as a woman i can speak to what feminism really is women who feel threatened by it women who don't see a place for themselves they think that feminism has made the world a worse place they think that it is ultimately an anti-woman project they also describe partnership and motherhood as, as political action, because when your whole project is about guaranteeing the future of whiteness, fulfilling all of that is a matter of politics. So I've often said on this channel, and I've said it privately to people that I've talked to within the space, that one of my least favorite slogans, if not my least favorite slogan in all of American politics, is the slogan that the personal is political. And the reason why I can't stand this is that essentially it gives left-wingers, who are the people who came up with this slogan, license to treat you as somehow subhuman or somehow morally inferior if you go against their new religion, which of course is leftism. But the thing is, the slogan, the personal is political, 
is a feminist slogan. It is an intersectional feminist slogan. It's this idea that everything a woman does with her body is a political thing, and it has been expanded to other aspects of politics. This woman who's your expert on feminism, I mean, she's drinking wine alone with her 2014 Skype connection, likely knows this. So when she talks about how the right wing is doing this, or members of the right wing are treating starting a family and all this as a political statement, she already believes that's a political statement she's just mad that they're saying that that's a good thing so she already has in her mindset if she's a feminist this thing at odds with one another that everything that women do with their bodies is political and all that supposedly she's in favor of women choosing her own path but when they start adopting some of the feminist framework and just take the other side of the issue that's somehow a crime and worthy of a vice segment It makes no sense at all. It's completely absurd. And when you actually understand the philosophy that they operate under, you realize how ridiculous this segment actually is. Figures like the Canadian alt-right star, Lauren Southern, operate as independent, empowered entrepreneurs and consciously use the same social media strategies as other online influencers to build their following. Underestimated the amount of people that were going to be here. I said there was only going to be a thousand. There are thousands. I have to point out, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to have pointed out, the fact that there's like sinister music underscoring each and every clip that they're showing. And by the way, they finally got on to Lauren Southern. And if you ignore the fact that this guy is creepy with his hands like this, and there's sinister music in the background, and his sinister voice in what he's saying, you'll realize that all he said was, people like Lauren Southern cover topics that men cover in the political space. Because he was like, alt-right Canadian, you might have got lost in all that, influencers that are independent entrepreneurs operate much like male people covering this. It's almost as if Lauren Southern is covering politics. Figures like the Canadian alt-right star, Lauren Southern, operate as independent, empowered entrepreneurs and consciously use the same social media strategies as other online influencers. Also, and if I could just point this out, Lauren actually does not operate like the other influencers. There's a bunch of worse versions of Lauren Southern that came after Lauren Southern. Blonde people who never got over the street interviews. Some of them who are too dumb to realize that they're losing the exchange and still uploading it on the internet. Not naming any names or anything like that. When Lauren Southern actually moved on to producing her own documentaries. In fact, I've gotten interested in maybe producing a documentary. And you know who I reached out to? Lauren Southern. So she's actually operated almost completely differently from any of the influencers that I've seen, if that's the word that you want to use from them. So this segment is just not true, even on this level. Alongside the anti-feminist rhetoric from influencers has been the growth of an entire online subculture known as Tradwives, who actively reject pursuing their own careers or independence in favor of raising families and submitting to their husbands. Again, this is very sinister. Listen to the music that Vice is scoring this with. And we're talking about the trad wife meme, which most of the time is being posted on the internet, although people genuinely do believe it. I'm not saying that's not the case. In a joking kind of way, usually to mock the left. It's usually a rejection of extreme left-wing values, specifically around relationships, which, by the way, have created a lot of problems that Vice doesn't want to address in relationships. And this is why these people talk about it, because they talk about culture and politics. It's not just politics. Do don't listen to this narrative of feminism that is killing white western society don't buy into it the trad movement is um this movement to 
celebrate women who are in traditional roles. You are creating content that celebrates, that, you know, highlights how good the trad life is. It's making traditional gender roles seem appealing, seem cool, seem a part of the future. Again, what's the issue with that? What is the problem with people advocating for this to be a tolerated role for women? Because everything in our culture says emphasize career, put that first. And by the way, I don't have anything against career women per se. I talked about how my fiance graduated high school early, finished college by the time she was 20, her bachelor's, ended up getting a master's in accounting, and is now in law school, if being a career-minded person was something that bothered me, I would have dated somebody else. But I'm not against people who want to live that lifestyle, who want to have the ability to live that lifestyle, and who are trying to combat all the negativity about women who live that lifestyle. Remember, there was a story out of Australia about some woman who got up early in the morning to make her husband and her children breakfast, and she put on makeup because she wanted to look nice for him. And the national news media and the international news media attacked this woman because they were like oh your husband sucks how dare you you're not his slave and even though she said this is what makes me happy this is what i choose to do i feel most fulfilled as a wife she became a joke according to the mainstream media across the world I want to take you back to the 1950s, or at least that's what I thought when I read this Brisbane mum's Facebook post. Brooke Smith shared her routine online. Here's what she said. I always make sure I don't go to bed until everyone's lunches are packed, their clothes are set out for the next day, including my husband's, and the house is clean, dishwasher is on, and a load of washing is on. I always get up early, 4.30, with my husband to make his breakfast and coffee. Um... Go, Brooke. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I mean, I tell you what, though, Chrissy. I mean, a lot of people um, online are, are saying, "Well done," are praising her. Who? Who are these people? <laughs> oh, has he hypnotised her or something? Who does this stuff? Making his breakfast and then putting his clothes out of a night? Is he disabled or something? Like seriously? So to get a grip, get off your bum and do stuff yourself. Now, that is something that these people are trying to combat against. And again, this segment has the sinister music and they have the old footage and they worked really hard on this. But again, what is the issue here? Are we ever going to get to that or are we going to have more ominous music coinciding with rather innocuous points? But if you really spend time with it um, and you look at some of these, you know, Instagram accounts or TikToks, what you'll realize is it's as much about what it's against as what it's for. This quite literally might be one of the stupidest segments I've ever watched. If you really look closely this thing that advocates for traditional life traditional values the traditional housewife is actually more about what it's against than when it's for well obviously if you're advocating for a traditional role for women as opposed to what the media is advocating for you are by your very nature being about not only what you're for but what you're against the alternative this is the stupidest point ever this is like saying that christians or muslims or jews like religious people when they're talking about their religion and you having to follow their religion in order to get into heaven are much about what they're against as what they're for like they're not only just for christianity but they're also against not being christian they actually promote you saving other people's souls how dare they these people are monsters thank you for not being ashamed to be traditional to be christian to be conservative and to be white i'm feminine not feminist right and so seeding these ideas that you know you want to be like me Um, You know, look how great my life is. Children love me. Men love me. Like, look how celebrated I am in comparison to 
right? You'll start to see the ways in which being trad is also about being anti something, not just pro-tradition, but anti-progress. No role could be more important in the far right than being someone who is willing to uphold a society of traditional gender roles and to have children and raise children within within that society. You brought in an expert to say nothing. You brought in an expert to talk about how being in favor of traditional values means that you're against progressive values, which by their very nature go against traditional values. What is the point of this woman coming on here? What is the point of this portion of the segment? Now, granted, I'm happy she's here. I would way rather look at her bad Skype connection and poor production value than look at the dude with the weird hands that always has his hands in frame. Please, for the love of God, put your hands on your legs and get them out of frame. In Europe, two examples stand out of female politicians leading far-right parties to mainstream acceptance. Now, they end up talking about Marie Le Pen and they talk about the new prime minister of Italy and one of the things that they go over is the fact that sometimes they'll use the rhetoric of protecting women which sound like feminist arguments to talk about the attitudes of the mass migrants that come into their country against women. In France, Marine Le Pen took over her father's far-right anti-immigration party in 2011 and immediately set about trying to soften its hardline image taking it from the margins to become a major opposition party. Now, they bring up the Cologne incident specifically and other instances like that. And the thing is, is that what they don't talk about is that the response from the German government to the mass assault that occurred against women on New Year's Eve in Cologne was to put out stuff telling women to stay away from certain men, to dress a certain way. It was all these things that if a conservative did after a sexual assault would be considered misogynistic, but it was a way of basically bending the culture to suit the attitudes of this foreign culture being imported into their countries. So Marie Le Pen and other right-wing figures were like, no, our values are actually good. We're going to stand for our values. And one of those values is if you come into our country, you have to abandon your outdated attitudes towards women. You don't get to assault women in the street just because they're out in public celebrating an event. Le Pen is even trying to co-opt feminist arguments pitching her anti-immigrant rhetoric as a defense of women's rights. Now, Vice can play all the sinister music that they want over this, and they can talk about the issues with Marie Le Pen's party or other right-wing parties in Europe, and some of those issues, I'm sure, are legitimate to a certain extent, but in reality, there is nothing wrong with that position, and there should be nothing wrong if you're an actual liberal with that position. It is the progressives, these cultural relativists, these cultural Marxists, who think that we should tolerate the bad behavior of some populations and not the bad behavior of other populations and have all these varying standards because how dare we criticize their culture it's not like our culture is better than theirs even though they're flocking to our country because clearly and obviously the countries that are built are better than the ones that they came from but you know whatever that that apparently needs to be underscored with sinister music and the hands guy going like this you can't say that you gotta you gotta just tolerate the assaults because you know they're being enriched by it i guess whatever right georgia maloney leading the far-right brothers of italy which has roots in italian fascism to become the largest party in parliament Moi, je crois que, que Mussolini, c'était un, un bon policier. 
I'm not going to go into this any further, but I didn't want to go without playing this clip specifically, which, again, is a younger version of the current Prime Minister of Italy, the first Italian woman to be elected Prime Minister, or the first woman to be elected Prime Minister in Italy, saying that she thinks Mussolini was a good politician, and Vice is just cutting it off right there. They're quote-mining her as if she endorses Benito Mussolini. This is absurd and ridiculous, and the fact that they would just quote-mine the current Prime Minister like this just goes to show you that the sinister intent should be played for Vice, that score, because what they're doing is incredibly deceptive. Mussolini, by the way, I disagree with him, kind of had my country go to war with his country because he was so not good on the international level, aligned with the Nazis, not about that, was still a good politician. Remember, he brokered a deal and made peace with the Vatican and did so in such a way where the Vatican agreed that they would stay out of global conflicts so that if he was going to launch the wars that he was planning on launching, the Vatican wouldn't condemn it and turn his largely Catholic population against his government. This is a guy who was a socialist thrown out of the Socialist Party, ended up forming a brand new party, the Fascist Party of Italy, got that to be the number one party in the country, and then ruled on. To say that he's a good person would be one thing, but to say that he's a good politician is just an objective truth. You don't have to like the guy. I can't stand socialists. I don't like anything about the guy. But to say that he wasn't effective at consolidating power, which is one of the things that you grade a politician on, is ridiculous and absurd. This guy was obviously skilled. Like, I'm not a fan of FDR, but FDR won the presidency four times. He was obviously good at something. Even though FDR's policies actually pulled really poorly during the time that he was president, he kept winning because he managed to keep his personal popularity up even while the policies that he was putting in were not actually popular nationwide. He was a good politician. I have my disagreements with him. Obviously, Mussolini, fascist. My country fought a war against him. All that. Bigger disagreements. But to say that you can't say he's a good politician or was a good politician is a bit absurd. But that's the kind of thing that Vice is putting together. They're using old clips of people who don't even make videos anymore, of people who make new videos as well, so you could use new clips of them, cutting them together, playing sinister music on under them all to give you this idea that if you see a woman on the right wing she's somehow a puppet and a secret weapon even though you can clearly see that they're a woman and by the way these women also emphasize their femininity so you wouldn't even be able to hide it like some women on the left it's ridiculous it's absurd this guy's hands are still bothering me i'm gonna have nightmares about them but hey those are just my thoughts let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you like the video show them by leaving a like you can subscribe for more content you can follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description box of this video this has been me talking about vice's ridiculous segment till next time